Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back into the Gators Online Podcast for another episode. Zach Albaverde, Nick Delatore here, live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Hope everybody is enjoying their week. We're happy to be back with you guys on another Thursday. We will be joined on this episode by Florida Gators linebacker Chief Borders, who was named this week as the inaugural Warful Man of the Month. So Mm -hmm. we'll get into that. We'll get into kind of his path to Florida and some of the things that he's been up to this spring. But Nick, another week of spring ball, my friend. Another week of spring ball. Happy Masters Thursday. Wore the hat and the shirt today. Um, Incredible that Tiger Woods is back. Um, And uh, big weekend. Big weekend for golf fans, and uh, it's my favorite tournament. So, uh, happy Masters weekend to everyone listening and yeah. watching. Um, but who's also, your pick? Um, so I'm in the Masters pool. Um, shout out to Neil Blackman. Um, I won the pool last year. Ooh. Um, who's my pick this week? I, I didn't pick John Rahm. I thought he could win it, um, but I picked JT. He's one of my six guys. So I'm gonna go with Justin Thomas. Um, so, I mean, that's everybody's pick. So I got JT uh, this week. I just hope Tiger's in contention. If Tiger's in contention at the end, like if Tiger's if Tiger makes the cut, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible he's even able to like play and walk the course right now. But if Tiger makes the cut, it will be pandemonium um, and, and the TV ratings. Like I, I, I can't imagine what the TV ratings will be if Tiger's like in contention on Saturday. I will be tuned in. Uh, obviously, we'll be covering the Gators spring practice and scrimmage on Saturday, their second one of camp. And make sure if you guys haven't already, you take advantage of our spring ball special at Gators Online. You get four months of premium access for only $10. So you'll get the intel from the scrimmage on Saturday. You'll get all of Corey Bender's recruiting updates and the recruiting updates from Donovan as well. We got Pat out at softball, staying busy. So uh, a busy time, obviously, Nick. And, yeah, uh, I'm at baseball tonight. Number two, Arkansas is in town. Um, and then I'll be sending Pat out to baseball. I'm down for another wedding. My third wedding in six weeks. Um, what are your friends doing? Putting Master, pressure, Master's putting, week. They're putting pressure on me is what they're doing, Zach. <laughs> they're putting pressure on me. Um, but congratulations to Donnie and Misty. I'll be down there Saturday. Um, and, giving me uh, extra work, but it's all right. All more, work, more work for Zach and... Uh, and then, yeah, I'm gonna be missing some of the masters. I went to Disney on Ice last Friday, so I can't. Were you, were you in the show? I was not in the show. I was impressed by the show, though. Really? Say, Who was, was more impressed? You or Top Notch? I we were all impressed. I, she was the most. My three year old daughter, but Moana, Elsa. I mean, they had the whole gang there. And now, as a father, I'm sure we have we have parents listening. As a father, you know all those songs. I do. I do. I'm a big Disney guy. Big Disney guy. Big Disney guy, and I like the old school cartoon okay you know i mean i like the live remakes as well but i haven't seen those what what's 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 her favorite disney show right now i mean right now she's on it's not i don't know if it is disney but she's on sing she's all about the sing movie see i don't have kids i don't even know what you're talking about you don't the kid the parents out there know what i'm talking about but listen (laughs) they're tired of us talking about disney movies and masters they want to hear us discuss some spring ball another week of practice Mm -hmm. nick uh 
We've been out there kind of observing this team, seeing where they're at, kind of getting ready for their second scrimmage. And we've got to hear some from some more players and coaches as well this week. But kind of just thoughts on on where they're at. They had their first scrimmage last Thursday and uh, still trying to get that depth. And I think this personnel where it needs to be. Well, I think the biggest thing we're seeing in and when you brought up depth, it, it made me think of it is they're hitting like this is a yes. this has been a physical spring and you're starting to see some guys get banged up i think those orange non-contact yeah, jerseys are yeah, starting to show up yeah the there's definitely a, a full load of orange uh going in for the the managers and the like trainers the other day lingard was the only running back that yeah. didn't have on a, a jersey um and, and so you're starting to look at depth and i think one thing i love is we're actually going to get a spring game and that's something that's exciting yes. i mean first off it, it's been three years since there's been even a game because of COVID and all that. But then like, Hey, you're not going to have a wide receiver from the 1984 team, catch a touchdown pass in the spring game. (laughs) Like you're going to have an actual game and and Billy Napier is splitting the team up in two. You know what I would love Billy, just an idea. Let's do a little draft team. Zach team, Nick, Hey, pick players, pick teams. Get get the media on the sideline. Yeah. And get us incorporated. We'd be happy for um, it. But they're going to split the team up in, in two. I would dial some plays up on you so nasty. No, you would not. <laughs> no, you would not. I would recruit coach, and I'd have coach calling ball plays. I'd go no I'd huddle. I'd just be visor tossing. No huddle, no mercy. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but they're going to split the team up into two, and, and those teams will practice separately. They will be in separate locker rooms starting this week, starting this week, separate locker rooms, practice separately. So that'll probably be a note that we'll have on the site today. Who's who, what, yeah. what teams, what, um, but Billy Napier was even talking about like, we're hoping to get there to that point because you, you know, you're getting some guys with injuries um, and, and, and getting into some depth concerns um, and, and something that you wrote about, they're going to be heavy in the transfer portal. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be something to watch and, and another reason to be on the site um, it doesn't stop after spring football. A lot of moving parts coming. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a whole new free agency period. Um, but right now, I think you're seeing a, a lot of physicality at practice, and that's something that Florida needed. They're tackling. Yeah. No, uh, that was a big bugaboo last year. You heard Jay Bateman, the inside linebackers coach, say, "Hey, what are you emphasizing this spring? Tackling." Yep. Is it period? <laughs> stop. Next paragraph. Yes, it's like went back and watched the film atrocious i mean he was yeah. nice about it but clearly not did not like what he saw he, he was nice about it but i mean like he said we should be elite ta- la- tacklers and we are not you can't put lipstick on a pig <laughs> no <laughs> i mean and and obviously they they got some good pieces there and amari bernie and um and ventro miller but you know some young guys that have come along mm-hmm. and i think this is big for them obviously the guys that you got at the jack position which we'll talk to uh, uh chief borders about but certainly i mean you're looking on the offensive side i think the the lack of options at tight end has continued to be a theme uh that that we've seen i I think that lingard from everything that we're hearing um and just the little bit that we've seen continues to be i think one of the guys that has made the most out of this spring Mm -hmm. and i think is finally going to get the opportunities that that everybody's kind of been looking for from him and and i think he I think when the coaching staff came in, obviously they watched film. Yeah. Uh, you need to know what you have on your roster because you're actively recruiting. Um, you need to know depth. You need to know those things. You're not going to really know until you see guys on the field. And I think they didn't come in with preconceived notions. Nope. And what you did in the first phase foundation and, and how you attacked that, and then what you did in the identity phase was what 
they went into spring with, and that's who got the reps. Yeah. Lorenzo Lingard, if football doesn't work out, he's going to be a personal trainer. Like he's going to impress you in the weight room. And I think what he did in the identity phase, working out and running and all that got him first team reps at practice. And then listen, that, that may, you may think that's fair. It's not fair, but all it did was open the door. It got his foot in the door for an opportunity. And I think he's just run with that. And he's also the most veteran guy of the group, even though he hasn't played a lot. I mean, he is, he's not a underclassman. No. So he's kind of the guy I think that's setting the tone a little bit from that room. And, uh, We'll hear Chief Borders talk about at the end of his interview uh, who's been the hardest guy to tackle so far in spring camp. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. But right now, we're going to jump to this first break. We're going to come back on the other side and be joined live in studio by Florida Gators linebackers, Chief Borders, right here on the Gators Online podcast. Hi, Steve Spurrier here. You know, making a reservation at my restaurant is easier than a Saturday afternoon homecoming game against Vandy. You don't have to call or email. Just go to Spurriers.com, hit the reservation button, pick a date, number of guests, and a time. It's so simple, I can do it. In fact, I just did. Maybe I'll see you tonight. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Looking for more reasons to celebrate? We have them here at Celebration Point. Enjoy some of the newest additions to our already celebratory lineup like Dave & Buster's, Le Macaron, and Prime & Pearl. There's always a reason to celebrate. Join us anytime for any occasion. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Welcome back into the Gators Online Podcast, and we are now joined by our special guest of the week, Chief Borders, Florida Gators linebacker, and Warful Man of the Month. Yes, sir. We're definitely going to get into that and a lot of things here uh, on today's episode. But, Chief, appreciate you joining us, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for, you know, bringing me out here, man. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into a number of topics today. Um, Talk about spring ball. Talk about the new staff. I do want to get into a little bit of your recruitment. Um, I know you're going to talk about some recruiting as well that you (laughs) do now. But let's go back to your initial decision to come to Florida. You had an interesting kind of decision on your hands with that offer from Stanford. Most kids don't get a prestigious offer like that. Uh, take us back to that decision and, and how you kind of wrestled with it and ultimately what brought you to UF. <clears throat> well, first things first, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. And when it comes back to the recruiting days, like it was crazy. You know, it was a lot of grind, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears with my, me and my dad, like on and off the field. Education, education, y'all. Like that's the main thing. Um, <clears throat> when it came to the Stanford offer, you know, I had a plethora of college offers like from all over the country and, you know, it was tough. It was challenging. But when I had really laid down my foundation of like what I am looking for into a college, that is the best of both worlds for me. That is football and that is education. That is academics. Yeah. You know, so when a school was approaching me, like you had to come with both of those or like, you know, I was looking at you like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I I love it. I love that y'all went, you know, 12 and one. I love that where y'all went like 10 and two, made it to the playoffs and stuff like that. But, you know, 
life after football. Mm-hmm. Life after football and four-year program, that's what people say, and like 40-year program. You know, sure. that's what I'm looking for. And Stanford, that was my dream school. Like, that was my dream school growing up. Uh, Richard Sherman, like, I always looked up to him. Like, when he was playing in the Seattle Seahawks, like, he went to Stanford. And I was like, man, I'm loving it. Like, that's what I want to be, like, growing up. And I got that offer. I was admitted into Stanford. And I was committed to Florida. And it was tough. It was challenging. And I really had to make the right decision because I really wanted the best of both for us. Now, I love Stanford and what they had to offer. You know, that's a prestigious program. Don't get me wrong. That is a prestigious program. But I really do genuinely feel that Florida ha- genuinely has the best of both worlds, football and education, because we top five, baby. You know what I mean? We top five. And I love, like, the foundation that we have here, you know, being a Gator, you know, bleeding orange and blue. And that's what I'm all for. Like, I fell in love with the school when I first stepped on this campus. And, man, I'm just blessed to say I'm I'm proud to be a Gator, man. I'm proud to be a Gator. I love the Gator Nation, um, they always are there for me, supporting me, reaching out to me. And I just want to say thank you for that, man. And Florida, I had to choose Florida because we got best of both worlds, bro. Best of both worlds. And I, I just love it. We're going to keep on grinding. Well, you said, um, I guess, explaining to some people, getting admitted to Stanford. Yeah. That's that's a thing. You, you can get a scholarship off. Right. You can be really good at football and get a scholarship off. Yes, and, and then you send those transcripts over and they're like, oh, hey, by the way. All right. Yeah. You Well, like at first they were saying like, okay, like, you know, you might have to take a, a couple of extra classes. And I was like, okay, well, uh, what do you want me to take? Like AP bio or AP, you know, stats or English, you know, like more so more classes to recruit to get those, you. yeah, to increase those requirements, you know, to get me more eligible to get admitted. And when I got admitted, it was because I took AP and honors classes mm. in high school. You know, I was in Alpha Montessori schools. Shout out to mom and dad. You know, I appreciate, appreciate y'all putting me in those those programs. They knew what they were doing. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, I went into that, that journey of, you know, just taking the prestigious yeah. courses every day in high school and um they recognize that you know being a student athlete you know it's challenging sometimes yeah. and it's okay you know you just gotta keep your head down just keep keep grinding keep motivating yourself that you can do it and getting admitted it was probably one of the like the most exciting things I loved like when that when that letter came in and it, it had like like the little parade the confetti <laughs> and I was like oh man like I'm admitted like that's a big that was a big accomplishment for me yeah, like sure. You know, like I'm really putting picking up what I'm putting down, mm-hmm. and for the kids that come before me, that's one of the big things because I'm really doing it for them. Like you can do it too, as yeah. well. Like you can do it too, and I'm not just here to just toot my own horn, but like education is the key. And I graduated high school with a 4.2 GPA, that's academic awesome. honor roll, and you know I had fun, you know, while doing it, you know, and and play ball. Yeah, and play ball. So. You can get recruited, you know, you can get the offer. Okay, cool. But when it came down to the line, like, I really genuinely could have chose between a lot of other schools, but it was really down to Florida and Stanford. And we already know who I chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you got your first experience, obviously, last year. Uh, You played in four games. Uh, What was kind of getting your feet wet like? And then coming into this spring, what were some of your goals and how you were hoping to kind of take your game to the next level? So one thing that really pushed me towards that. I always watch like the people that came before me. So 
And I was watching a lot of people, you know, I was watching Bobby Wagner. I was watching Aaron Donald, you know, just master my craft on how to become a true pass rusher, you know? And B, Brent Cox, he really paves the way for me. You know, that's my big brother, man. Shout out to V, man. Uh, Chris Bogle. And um, like, they always paved the way for me. Even my boy Chatfield, man. Yeah, they always paved paved the way for me. Just South Florida uh, guys. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> so they made sure like I was always on my craft. Like they would literally give me the breakdown of like what it is, to, how it is to be a true pass rusher in the game. And I played those first four games. You know, like special teams. Like special teams has always been my thing. Running down on kickoff, like hitting somebody. Like that's free. Like freelancing, <laughs> man. And I enjoyed that. You know, I enjoyed that time. And when I got those two tackles. In that UCF game, I know it says one on the stats, but I did get two tackles in that game. I, I get that right, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get those two tackles, man. And um, I feel great. So going into the spring, I know I had a lot to work on. Mm-hmm. I laid those goals. I laid that foundation of what I'm truly working on. So like working those three moves, like side scissors, stab, swipe. You know, just kind of perfecting my craft every day. You know, constantly working, you know, even putting extra work after practice. Like, that's one of the things that I strive off of. And I know what I have to do to, you know, keep elevating, keep being great. And we're going to keep grinding. And y'all should see the progress, man. That's awesome. And obviously, you got a new position coach as well. Uh, What's it been like learning from Mike P., uh, what he's uh, brought to the room. I'm sure Nick's going to want to hear your Ember's order. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what's he brought? Listen, listen, if you're not pe- if you're not picking up the tab, you can get a little ignorant on the order. <laughs> the, steak, the steak order gets bigger. Man, uh, you might have an extra side. If yeah. you're not picking up the tab, you can go, go yeah. a little crazy. That, and that's how you show your guys that, you know, you love them. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And oh, I'm going to hit, hit Coach's little line. No one's talking about, uh, that's what he always, that's what he always do. And, Nah, Coach Pete, man, just being coached by a Gator, great, bro. Yeah. Like, Hall of Famer, just down-to-earth coach. Like, he been in my shoes. You know, he walked the campus. He's walked in my shoes before, and he paved the way for me. So just for him to come back, I know he was recently at South Carolina, and he had him to come back to his home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he grew right down the street, you know, Alachua County. That's where my coach is from, and it's just great to have, a, you know, a Gator, great. You know, he grew up here and he played here and he had several, he has accomplished several milestones being in this program and for him to coach me and I'm soaking in everything that he got to offer, man, everything. I'm asking questions on and off the field, getting in extra film studies with him, just, you know, anything I could possibly get out of because I'm I'm like a sponge. I want, I want everything. I want it all. Like, give me everything that you got so I can, you know, Go and be great, and yeah. I'm gonna come back and be like, man, thank you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> now we asked a couple guys, did you know who he was before yeah. he got here? Or I mean, because that his playing days at Florida are definitely before oh, for your sure. time. Yes, but did you know who Mike Peterson was, or did you have to go and do your homework? Well, it was a little bit of both. I kind of knew who Coach P was. Uh, he was at South Carolina for a good, good little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. So he was at South Carolina. I knew like most of the coaches there. Bobby Bentley, who was the tight ends coach there, uh, when coach I was there with like when Coach Muschamp was yeah. there, and um, I knew a couple of the coaches. I did hear about Coach Peterson and you know what he has done at South Carolina, and you know a couple of his par- players came and was like, "Oh yeah, Coach P, man, you got me, Coach P." I don't think he was in the office that day where I was um, on my recruiting visit, but 
I just always heard about him. Sure. And then like, it's crazy how God just worked, man. Like yeah. it's just kind of, it's, it's just crazy. Like I I did love South Carolina in the recruiting business, and just for him to come around the corner and just coach me now, like that's yeah. that's one of the craziest things. Like it's just cool. Now obviously you've been uh, busy off the field as well as on the field, and you got recognized for it this week. Uh, I'd love to hear about this moment, man. I don't know if you knew if it was coming, um, <laughs> but they shared it from the Gators football account this week. A uh, really awesome moment in practice where uh, Coach Napier recognized you as the Warful Man of the Month, a new tradition that they're starting here at UF. Yes, um, talk about what it meant to receive that honor. and, and what the first one. Yeah, first one. <laughs> yes, sir, man. I just want to say thank you to Mr. Warfield and also his wife and, you know, the Warfield foundation what he has built for me to accomplish this award yeah. i just want to say thank you for that you know he's a heisman winner you know all american just love what he brings to the table every day and he also met me in atlanta when i was on you know one of those nine people to go to atlanta and just like experience the business side yeah. of life and i just want to say thank you for him i also want to say thank you to my teammates to my coaches because they pushed me every day to be the greatest person I could possibly be. And I know I'm different. You know, I, I bring a different energy, as they say, <laughs> to the to the team and to this program. But I genuinely want to say thank you because without them, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have that juice, but, you know, they make me step up my game every day. Yeah. And I really appreciate them for that. Getting this award, you know, positivity, you know, just coming in every day with the same type of mentality to get better. You know, not to, oh man, I, I messed up, you know, yesterday. No, forget yesterday. Today's a whole new day. Because one thing that I do when I wake up, I roll out of bed and say, yes, sir. You know what I mean? I'll roll out of bed and say, man, just thank you. You know, that's just me thanking God for, you know, waking up. Because I realized like not everybody woke up today. You know, you got to think about inside that aspect of, you are truly blessed to even open your eyes every day and have nothing wrong with you. You know, you are healthy and you can go attack the day with a positive mindset every day. You just got to put your mind to it. You know, if you wake up dwelling on the bad, what you going to get? Nothing but negative. If you wake up with nothing but positivity, what you're going to get? You're going to get at least some small positivity to get you through your day. And that's what I always value on. I always strive and pass that down to the people that come before me and even to the people that's in front of me, my peers. Like you gotta be positive because this world is so negative and you can just get swallowed up in it. Or you can be that difference in people's lives. And that's what my parents always raised me like, to be positive, like, don't worry about it. I swear, if my mom could graduate from pharmacy school with two kids and and we are in Chicago and with a, a three bedroom apartment, one bathroom, and with a lot of adversity going on in Chicago, I can do it too. Why Why can't I? The platform that my parents put and laid the foundation, put me on this pedestal to be great, why am I going to shortchange them? Why would I do that to them? I, I, I can't because I'm not even letting them, them down. I'm letting myself down. Hmm. You know, like that's one thing that I always cherish upon because every day you have an opportunity to either slack you know, kind of dwell on, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Or you can achieve and enhance your attributes on a daily basis to, you know, little things or what you want to get better. Like, I want to work on my handwriting. Or 
I want to like draw better. I want to, you know, get my footwork right. And I want to study, you know, the biological breakdown of DNA and DNA catalytics and enzymes. You know, like, (laughs) like, I don't know who else would have gotten the first first award. It's 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 a lot that goes into it. But I really just wanted to say for the people that's listening right now, like, you have to have that positive mindset. That positive, like, I know there's a lot of negativity going on, especially you know, for the little bros, like, or the young woman as well. Like in high school, you know, there's a lot of things going on in middle school. Like if you're ever going through any type of tough situations, you always have to find that positive, whether it's you making your bed every day. You know, that's one thing that I do when I roll out of bed, I always got to make sure. After you say yes, sir. Yes. After I say yes, sir. Yes, sir. After I say yes, sir, man, I roll, I make, I roll out of bed and I make my bed. And you know, that's a big accomplishment for me. Say it it was like, I don't know, it was a crazy day. Um, you know, for some people, like if they missed their alarm or, you know, if they just kind of rolling out of bed, a little sluggish, you know, a little dull. You had a crazy long day. You come back, your bed is made. That's one positive thing that you can cherish on. Like, shoot, at least my bed made. Like, that's... That's every, one thing you feel me like. You check something off every morning. Yeah, you check something off every morning. That's that's one that like those small wins add up to the big things, and that's what people gotta cherish. You know, like everybody overlook. You know, oh, I didn't. You know, I didn't. I don't know. Caught the latest Jordan, or I didn't. You guys not finish it. Yes, appreciate y'all, Jordan man. Thank y'all. Shout out to Jordan always, or you know, a lot of people they don't see like the the little things that matter. You know, like. It all falls in line. You just got to keep working at it. You know, you just keep grinding at it and it shall fall. You know, it shall come into your to your realm and you shall accomplish whatever you want to accomplish in life. So if we hit your roommate up right now on FaceTime and say, go to Chief's room, bed's made. Bed's made. Okay. <laughs> bed's made. All right, right Donovan. We need you to go check right now. For sure, man. Bed is made already, man. Um, that's one thing that I always do. And it became a habit. Like, I actually kind of got it from, I really did get it from Don. Like, I used to make my bed, like, here and there. Okay, cool. But my brother, my my boy, my twin, Don, he make his bed every day. I know that for a fact. I know if I go into his room, his bed is made. It got a nice little, you know, gator cover over top. Like, it's really nice. Like so you couldn't be the sloppy roommate. Yeah. No, nah, I couldn't. I couldn't go for that. I couldn't go for that. Like, he, he definitely, you know, we always feed off each other's, like, energy. And that's one of the things, like, when people are going inside the same direction as you, you always want to keep them around because they're going to push you to be the best person you could possibly be every day. And that's what I love my brother for that, man. That's All awesome. the time. You mentioned that trip to Atlanta. Uh, that's part of the Gator Made program, which is part of the Man of the Month award that's given out. Um, what went into that trip? Why did you want to go on it? And what does Gator Made kind of provide for the players? Yeah, how did that even come about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to Savannah Bailey and Marcus Castro, Diane LeBon, and Lexi, um, you know, for making this a great trip, you know, those were the people that was not chaperoning us, but, you know, taking care of us while we were down there. And they really made it a fun trip. I just want to say thank you to them for that. Now, this trip, it was it was pretty fun. Like it was it was it was great all around. I just love like the business side of everything. You know, you know, there was a lot of aspects where everything was different. You know, not everything was just the same. Like it was really different business branches that everybody can venture out and do whatever they want to do. 
And just so happened, like, obviously, I mean, I grew up in Georgia for like the four years, you know, so like Atlanta's right down the street from me. Like, mm-hmm. wow, I want to go back to Atlanta. You no, know, I had to see it and as an opportunity where I can enhance and a couple attributes to better myself as a person. You know, the business side of the world, that's something that we don't see every day. Um, you know, be so locked in on what we got going on with s- school and football. And that's like one of the things that we got to see on the business side, like investing into stocks or like knowing what to do with your money and how Home Depot, you know, is on the top, tw- I believe, top 20 rankings in their competition. And, you know, how Morgan and Stanley is still in the business and like their stocks and growing up and teaching people how to invest in their money. You know, that's one of the the little things that people should know about, you know, especially being a young black man in this world, you got to learn the things on business. You got to learn those business aspects because that's what it is. The world is a business. Like it's a walking business. Yeah. Like every day in life, like when you step out and there's nobody else to hold your hand and walk yourself through life, like the world is a business. It's survival of the fittest. So you got to learn those little key details that will get you through your life. Man. And and you guys heard them dropping some of these places uh, that they went to in Atlanta. The full rundown on the first day, they went to the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons organization. They had di- uh, dinner with Danny Warfel, as he mentioned. Uh, second day, they went to the Atlanta Hawks uh, organization, Chick-fil-A, Morgan Stanley, and Tyler Perry Studios. On the third day, they went to Atlanta Braves, Home Depot, Atlanta streetwear market and lifestyle photo shoot. Yes. And on the final day, they went to the college football hall of fame and got a tour from Terry LeCount. So, um, and most guys, and that was on spring break too. (laughs) You didn't take a vacation. That is is true. You know, I knew it was going to be a sacrifice for like my brothers, me and my brothers. Like when we went to Atlanta, we knew we was on business. So we came with the best attire, you know, like (laughs) suits and Chick-fil-A and you know, everything we had to be ready. And it was, it was fun. You know, it really put us in a different world, you know, yeah. to just take a break, take a breather from football and, you know, school and just really dive into like the business part outside of football and like what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. Because when you, when I was talking to the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta Falcons, like I'm talking to people that, you know, work the lights in the stadium or that work the music and halftime people, halftime shows and getting those people out on the court or on the field so they can perform getting them off. You know, like it's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that people don't see, but you know, I just want to say thank you, man. Like your work is being valued. You know, I see it. Like, it's just like, wow. Like I have really, it opened up a different type of door to actually see how those people operate. And that's just, man, I was like, wow. Like I'm, Established from that, right? <laughs> it, uh, it takes a lot of people just to make a game go right. And on game day, you're you know, I mean, you're wrapped up in the game plan, the opponent. Oh, yeah, but there's you know, the, the guy, like you said, that, that's making sure the lights are on, that check the lights the day before, right? So the lights don't go out in the third quarter, exactly. And, and you guys make sure you got play. your play sheet, you know what I mean? Like, right. that's 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 the big thing. So you always got to remember the little people, and I know, like. A lot of people say that on the daily basis, like, oh, yeah, remember me when you make it big. Like, remember, man, I remember you. Like, I remember when, you know, like, maybe maybe if my pencil dropped on the floor, like, you helped me pick it up. Like, I remember that. You know, always treat. I got an elephant memory. Yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) Always treat, always treat, like, the janitor as he is the FBI. You know, that's one thing my my mom always say, like, you know, you never want to downplay anybody because you never know what they will become 
later down the road. That's awesome. Now, you mentioned business. Obviously, you guys see the business here on the table. Uh, the chief brand uh, from the logo himself right here. Uh, talk about NIL, what this has done for you and the players and, and how yes. you went about creating your own brand. Man, one thing I want to say, UF Law, for getting me prepared, I was on that panel with Patrick Young, uh, Margaret White, and a plethora of other Gator elites. Man, I just want to say thank you. NIO, it is here. A lot of people paved the way, my boy destroying, a lot of people paved the way to get us into this branch of, you know, making your own money and establishing yourself in college, you know, yeah. establishing your brand to get yourself out there to make money and pocket that money to value you and, you know, set yourself greatly, you set yourself up greatly in life. You know, that's one thing that I'm I'm starting to love, you know. It's it's still like brand new, it's still raw. Yeah. But NIO, it's going it's it's really big now. You know, as you can see like that that quarterback that committed to Tennessee, he got an eight million dollar deal. Like like that's <laughs> that's that's real money like coming out of high school. And I know it, it comes with a lot of like it's it might be pressure, but like if you got the right mindset, like it's 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 okay. Like you you can you can handle that. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, it could be overwhelming for some people. Like, a lot of people don't know how to take in that shine and, like, you know, flourish with it. And I think NIL is going to teach a lot of people a lot of lessons to, you know, just, like, truly become who they are and est establish, like, their artwork and what they want to become. Because, man, I got my brand, and it's the chief brand, and my brand represents positive energy. You know, that's me and my logo. That's my face. That's my name, um, you know. Ball is choice. Like this is my this is my brand and my dad's brand. Like the family brand. That's the family brand. So it's a branch under that. And you know, if you rocking rocking my brand, like you you getting nothing but positive vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and, and you mentioned rocking. Where can folks go to to purchase some of this? I mean, you got the hoodie. Yeah, man. You got the shirts. I mean, yeah. So www dot thechiefborders.com like it's I kept it simple you know I didn't do no crazy name or anything <laughs> like that um www.thechiefborders.com I really appreciate y'all man go get y'all merch man hey it's it's going up from here man we elevating we grinding on a daily basis you know I'm paving the way for the people that's coming up behind me now is the obviously the creativity the NIL What's the education part that Florida can got Florida can help you with? Because like I remember the first time I started getting right. paid, paycheck comes, gotcha. and then like Uncle Sam's already taken like half of it out, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's not like that right. wasn't the agreed upon no, price. Right, yeah, the okay. rest? And someone's like, oh, there's taxes, taxes. there's stuff like this. So what's like I guess the education part, and what can Florida do to kind of help you guys? Because I mean, if I'm getting an eight million dollar check okay. at seventeen years old, right? I'm expecting eight million dollars, yeah. and all of a sudden that it's not that, it's and like, I start spending it before it comes. So, what's the education piece that Florida yeah. can help you guys with? Okay, so we had like last season, we had a couple of people from the NFL like come out to us and you know break that down for us. Actually, you know, go everything, go through everything from the rooter to the suitor, like everything, mm -hmm. and it was. It was really crazy. Like you, you sign, you sign an eight million dollar deal, or you sign a fifty-two million dollar deal, uh, whether it's first round, third round, second round, and some of that money is going to be there. You know, you got bonuses, you got, you know, there's a whole lot that goes into those contracts, and mm -hmm. like say Trevor Lawrence, first round, first pick, got like fifty-two million, and 
he's going to get all of that 52 million, but you don't get all that 50, 52 million all at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have to play what? Six. You have to play all 16 games. You have to be healthy and, you know, it's a breakdown. You're not those getting all that. In, yeah. And you only yeah. get paid like throughout the season. So, you know, those endorsement deals, they do come in handy mm-hmm. because like you got to learn how to budget your money. You got to learn how to, you know, analyze and, do resources on like what you're really investing into and like how much money you're going to put up because you can't just splurge and be like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm about to buy a $2 million house and you know, I'm only getting like a hundred thousand a week, you know, I'm, and, and that paycheck's oh, not coming in week. July because that's not during the season. Yes. But and the mortgage is still coming in July. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that taxes, it really do takes out a lot of money because you might get $8 million, but like Uncle Sam definitely coming around around Sam the corner. He's going to get his half. Like, <laughs> like you, it's going to be like $8 million and you might get like, I don't know, like $4 million, $5.5 million, like somewhere along those lines. Like, dang, like where my check go? Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, it goes in depth and it goes, you got to look at those concepts on the, like, the, the breakdown of everything. So it is important to understand like how much you're spending what you're spending it on because some people like they just go out of splurge like oh yeah I'm about to go buy this I'm about to go buy that but do you really need it you know mm-hmm. like some of those aspects like do you really need it and that's what you gotta look after it's almost like this helps you guys set yourself up for the next level in right. terms of how to manage your money already yeah, man. You like know? being great it, it makes you really get your name out there so like mm-hmm. the those like smaller brands bigger brands you know like can really like attach themselves to you and actually sit back and watch you like like, how's he going to do in the next two years? How's he going to do in the next four or five years? You yeah. know, can we really put our name behind him? And is he going to flourish with it? Yeah. You know, that's where the brands like, it's a business. As we all say, it's a business. And, you know, those brands are really trying to see like, okay, like he got 10, 10K on Instagram and he got 10K on Twitter. You know, how many more followers is he going to get like when this season hit? Mm-hmm. Or like, how is his engagement is? Or, you know, how many likes and... How many people is he truly affecting with his positive brand? And that's like, that's one of the big things with NIL. Like, that's one thing you have to be not worried about, but you have to take in concept and take in those informations on how you're going to establish yourself inside this college brand because now college is a business. It's always been a business, but now it's really a business. You got to have your team. You got to have your platform. You got to have your foundation. You got to be ready to go because as soon as high school here and you're early enrolling, like you are not thrown into, but dang, they're thrown into a realm of where you can actually start to work your way up into this ranking of world. And And, and really everything you do can affect your brand because you're trying to create a brand for yourself. I mean, you are. Yes, sir. (laughs) And and then other brands will invest in the Chief Borders brand. Yes, sir. But one bad tweet Mm. can can knock you down. And so I think that's something, too, in the education. We didn't grow up. Right. Like, oh, my face, God. Face, right, face was, like, just coming out when we were in high school. Right. So, like, all that stuff is new, but everything you do on the internet can can affect your brand, almost like you're a stock, almost. Like, you're a stock company. The CEO says something crazy, mm. and your stock yeah. price dips. So. And now they're mindful of it now. Yeah, they, yeah, that's true, man. Like, everything, like, you're a stock market. You know, you're, you are a walking stock, mm-hmm. as we speak, and that's one thing that... You know, I was taught to at a, at a young age. I'm just glad, you know, shout out to my, my my mom and my dad for putting me in the right places at the right time. Mm. You know, just making sure that I had all the tools I needed to be successful and just, you know, just to keep grinding, keep my head down. And my great grandmother too, you know, I talk to her every Tuesday. 
And those talks really go a long way. Every Tuesday, man. I talk to her every Tuesday. And those talks go a long way because, like, she keeps me humble. Yeah. Not humble, but humble. And, you know, stay prayerful, stay focused, stay stay obedient. She's been telling me this since I was, like, <laughs> soon, as soon as I could talk, since I was, like, three years old. It's and she always, you. yeah, man, like... When I had to sit uh, sit on books at the table, you know, like that's she's been telling me that's for a very long time, and it always stuck with me. You know, my grandma is always like the walking key piece to me, and she plays a huge role. Shout out to grandma, yeah. man. <laughs> now we've talked obviously a lot off the field. Before we let you go, I want to jump back on the field. Just give us your take on how spring ball has been with you and your right. teammates. Uh, how you guys feel like you've responded to the new staff, and just what's in store for this season, man. Man. Well, this season, I feel Florida definitely has a lot to, you know, look into. Definitely have a lot to cherish on. We are grinding. When I can say, like, my team hasn't been pushed like this in a very long time. Like, we we have been pushed, but we coming in with a new mindset. You know, it's a new, new coaching staff. It's fresh. So the whole mindset changes. Like, you are pushing your mind to be excelling every day because the competition is different. You know, everybody's looking for that key role. Everybody's looking for their their spots. And it's fun. You know, football is very competitive and that's what we are here for. So like competing every day and, you know, just building that foundation with your brothers and that teammates so you can be successful in life and be successful in this game of football, it's, it's going to be great feel like this coaching staff is doing a, a great job, you know, coaching us as young men and establishing us to be, you know, great fathers in life, not even just football, because like we already know football is already, it's, it's going to be there. Football is there. But after football, they're establishing us to be great, great men to, you know, make sure you go to class, you know, to work out those schedules, to actually plan our days out so we can be successful. So you actually get into that habit yeah. of, you know, working so you don't fall flat on your face in the world. Like, I I really do genuinely love this coaching staff because they buy into us. And of course, you know, when, when your coach buy into you, you know, you, you start to fill them out a little bit. Okay, like, let's see, let's see what, how he going, you know, react to certain aspects. All right, cool. And then I'm gonna run, to a, run through a brick wall for you because like, I see you have like established that trust with me. And a couple of coaches like, you know, it's important you know, to to build that bond with your players because trust has to go both ways. Man, like <laughs> trust, trust really has to go both ways because like you can either have a non-responsive person, like you gotta learn how to talk to everybody. And these coaches, like they do a great job talking to everybody different ways because you can't talk to everybody the same. Sure. You know, you gotta talk to everybody where they comprehend, where they understand, so you can get through to them so they can play to their best abilities or, you know, they can respond to you so they can understand their playbook, so they can go to class, they can, you know, just be happy on a daily basis. Like, that is a great thing, you know what I mean? Like, I just appreciate this coaching staff, man. Coach Napier, man, he's just, you know, establishing and practice make permanent, you know what I mean? Practice don't make perfect, practice make permanent. And that permanent is starting to be established. Like we are writing a book. We are opening it up that book and we are starting to write, write things down. And every step, every day, we are working towards those goals so we can be great men on and off the field. Now, a lot of, a lot of your teammates have described him as strict, 
but also a player's coach. Yeah. And, and, I, and I wondered how <laughs> those hard two combo. Yeah. came because to me, Strict, when I was when I was playing sports, right. Strict didn't like it. Didn't didn't like Strict. Right. I wouldn't have called that a player's coach. Gotcha. So how, how do you have both? It's man, uh just coming from that that saving branch. <laughs> coming from that saving branch, you know, if you ever listen to Coach Saban's interviews or talk to him in person, you know, he's very strict. But he's definitely going to coach you up when you're doing wrong, coach you up when you're doing right. And he's going to give you that pat on the back that gets you through your day. Or he's going to definitely let you know about yourself yeah. when you mess up. So, you know, coming from that branch, you know, Coach Napier, he a, a great, great man. You know, I definitely look up to him and the things that he do. He came from that Saban, that Sagan program. That's what how Coach Saban says it, that yeah. program. And he took that that rubric took that criteria and made it into his own and you know he developed it and now he's working with it and now he's you know putting it out there to us and we're like feeding it and we're feeding into it we're yeah. not like feeding into it we are feeding into it and now we're starting to see like the development the growth and shoot the sky's the limit who's been the hardest person to tackle on offense mm, let's see hardest Mm, I don't say hard. I say challenging because yeah. it can sure, be done. Sure. <laughs> sure. Can but I'll say Montreal Johnson, like that's my dog. Montreal, like he he's a walking tank. Uh, Lorenzo Lingard, uh, definitely definitely wanted. Like there's some really hard runners, you know. Yeah. They're like they're quick, shifty type guys. Like they like their legs are huge. You know what I mean? John Norris. Um, so you know they work hard. They work hard on a daily basis. And I feel like those two are definitely the great. Like definitely wants to tackle too. Now Bowman. That man got jets, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> so you gotta he he's definitely gonna slide in and out. And sometimes you don't even miss the tackle. Yeah, exactly. Like he just run past you. Like sometimes it just be like, dang, like you you reach your arm out there. He he yeah. just got the crease on you. So like, you know, like them 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 the two them the two people right there. And um, yeah, they 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 some dogs. Yeah, it's, some gonna, dogs. it's gonna be fun to see what this team brings. But listen, Chief, we appreciate the time today. You coming through Spurs Gridiron Grill I appreciate and uh, y'all, man. visiting with us, talking about your brand and talking about your award, man. Congratulations. Yes, the Workful Man of the Month and yes, inaugural sir. winner right <laughs> here. So we're going to jump to this final break. We'll come back on the other side and wrap it up here for the Gators Online Podcast. Appreciate y'all, man. It's only up from here, man. We grind it. Yes, sir. Looking for more reasons to celebrate? We have them here at Celebration Point. Enjoy some of the newest additions to our already celebratory lineup, like Dave & Buster's, Le Macaron, and Prime & Pearl. There's always a reason to celebrate. Join us anytime for any occasion. Celebration Point, where gators come to celebrate. Hi, Steve Spurrier here. You know, making a reservation at my restaurant is easier than a Saturday afternoon homecoming game against Vandy. You don't have to call or email. Just go to Spurriers.com, hit the reservation button, pick a date, number of guests, and a time. It's so simple, I can do it. In fact, I just did. Maybe I'll see you tonight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back into the Gators Online Podcast, live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Appreciate Chief for joining us. That was brought to you by the Gator Collective, obviously doing a lot for the athletes here. Mm -hmm. And a really impressive interview with Chief. I know you're blown away by his major. Yeah, he uh, uh, Chief is a biology major. Um, it took me six years to get a journalism, <laughs> to get through journalism school. Um, and I wasn't doing, you know, uh, 80 hours of football a week. Yeah. So he's certainly an impressive young man um, and excited to see uh, that blue hair flowing out flowing out from one of these helmets in the fall and like you said not a surprise that he got that inaugural recognition i mean no. he's, he is the guy that epitomizes i think what that's supposed to represent mm -hmm. and also the reason why we did not get to mention this with him uh but he is very actively involved in florida's recruiting efforts mm -hmm. um as we all know when guys come in for official visits they have players that they get assigned to as their hosts Host. to show them a good time to take them out on the town, to kind of take them around campus, show them what the program is like, the facilities, what have you. He is, as and as he told us, the most used guy by the staff for that. And I think, obviously, you see his personality, his energy, the way that he sells this program, the yeah. way that he's using it to his benefit, and he knows all the things that it brings to him and his kind of pursuits, not only academically, but professionally. Like, he's the perfect guy to be selling this to prospects. And um he's very actively involved in doing that i know someone on our gators online message board wanting wanted to hear if he was a part of that yeah it, it's always interesting because uh i remember juan taylor the safety juan yeah, taylor he not was the, the guy not the he was the guy he was the he was mariano rivera you had somebody on campus that you wanted to close hey juan's got to host him and i think that's turning into into chief borders um but it's interesting because coaches you know will sell you uh, if they want you on campus, they'll tell you how it is. If you're a recruit, you want to hear it from somebody who's in your shoes. Well, yeah. hey, coach is telling me X, Y, Z. And Chief's probably like, yeah, coach told me X, Y, Z too. And you need to have somebody give you that real talk like, hey, this is what it's like, what you're signing up for if you sign here. And this is what practice is like, what workouts are like. These yeah. are what classes are like. And, and you have to find somebody that can be honest about that. And I think Chief being from Georgia, not, not from, uh, not from the home state of no. Florida, but being from Georgia, somebody like chief who just fell in love with the university. Um, and that hasn't changed yeah. since he's been here. Um, and, it's and, only grown and he, and he shares that with guys that come on campus. And also I want to mention hearing him talk about coming from Chicago and mm -hmm. growing up there and like how his mom came out of that and kept both of her sons, like, mm -hmm. you know, focused. I mean, that, that was really impressive just to hear kind of how he's wired. Um, For sure. And uh, so really appreciate Chief for his time. And again, want to encourage everybody to go to Gators Online. Make sure you stay tuned this weekend for our intel from the scrimmage on Saturday for the second one of camp. And then obviously the last one will be the orange and blue game on April 14th. As Nick mentioned, they will have a traditional game, something that he and I are both looking forward to. What are you kind of hoping to hear some rumblings out of Saturday from this scrimmage that you think this team kind of needs to work on uh, heading into the spring game? Um, obviously quarterbacks, I think, I think yeah. you and I are both probably on the same page. We think it's going to be Anthony Richardson. Um, but just him continuing to knock that rust off and, yeah. and how does he look? Um, I, I want to see probably some, how does the wide receiver room shaking out? I detailed that on Tuesday, kind of the, the depth there. Um, I think that might be a position also that you see Florida attacking in the transfer portal, yeah. um, to speed. find, to find some more speed there. Um, and, and then the linebackers, like, 
do I need to see? I know what Amari, Bernie, and Ventro are. Yeah. I know just what, give I know them what the they day do. off, maybe. They, like, I remember Will Muschamp, when, when I was here, and like Dominic Easley was like in pads, but didn't do a thing in the spring. Didn't do a thing. And it's like, I know what he's going to be yes. on Saturdays in the fall. So um, I want to see... Derek Wingo. I want to see Dewan Black. I want to see Chief Borders. I want to see Scooby. I want to see those younger guys that those four stars that that you've heard about, but we didn't get to see much of last year. Like I, I don't need to see Justin Short a ton of Justin Shorter. Let me see Weston or yeah. let me see Dejon Reynolds. Um who I've been see, hearing a lot of good things about, by the way. Reynolds. Yeah. Uh someone who I haven't heard a ton about, two guys who I haven't heard a ton about, but one we just heard a ton about, uh, um, and Donovan McMillan, yeah, um, and Corey Collier. So I want to see some younger guys get get some reps. I want to hear how they're developing because I think um, those are guys that are going to be counted on, and you're going to need to see in the fall. I think this is also a big scrimmage and just a big spring in general for developing offensive line depth. Yeah. We've seen Rob Sale and Darnell Stapleton getting after it with those yeah. guys. We saw uh, Rob Sale mic'd up in practice this week. Is an intense guy. Yeah, um, I love. That one line that he had from the mic'd up session was just block somebody, like just just yelling at this guy. Somebody, yes. I mean, um, and, and obviously, I think they feel good probably about their top six, seven linemen. I think you're probably at six right now. Yeah. So, but having that seventh, eighth, ninth guy emerge, or at least start to emerge, mm -hmm. and kind of being able to see that in this scrimmage on Saturday, who could be some of those guys to take that next step? Uh, I know one guy that's been getting a lot of uh you know kind of positive you know things that we've been hearing reports and stuff is austin barber uh, mm. out of jacksonville a guy that came in and redshirted last year has now had some time in, in this program and obviously went through a full strength and conditioning yeah. uh year so he's a guy that i think is is made some strides this spring and, and is another one that's probably going to get a lot of reps on saturday so i think offensive line depth is key they got a lot of veterans and guys that they know what they're going to get out of them. But um, this is kind of their moment to kind of to get a lot of opportunities that they're probably not going to get once fall camp rolls around because you're getting ready for the season. So, yeah, spring's definitely the time, like you like you just mentioned, um, to to get to earn that trust. Yeah. Um, and to show that you can, because by the time fall is coming, hey, we're not working on us anymore. Now we're game planning for Utah, for Kentucky, for Tennessee. Um, so. Fall is not the time to win your spot or, or to or to earn trust. No. You got to be doing that right now. Yeah. So uh, definitely stay tuned to the scrimmage on Saturday. And uh, it's also been really cool to see Danny Warfel kind of be around the program. Mm -hmm. He's kind of been at every practice. It yeah. seems like uh, we got to speak to him on Saturday. He really had some high praise for Billy Napier, kind of how the players have taken to his leadership and just his presence around the team. And he also had some really high praise for Anthony Richardson as well. Just, um, Obviously, you see the physical traits and what he For can sure. do from there. But like he said, this is a smart guy who's processing the game, and that's kind of what's encouraging him. So as Nick said, he's got to continue to take that next step. You know, Jack Miller did not come here to just let him win that job. He, he's pushing for it. So um, that's going to be something that I, I think we'll probably see those two go uh, at it in the spring mm -hmm. game uh, on opposite teams, obviously. so I imagine they'd be on opposite teams. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, who knows? Maybe they're going to – Pit Del Rio against against our boy Richardson. So um, it's going to be fun to see how that does get split up and who goes on what side and, and kind of how they split up some of the like, different positions. Do you split positions. it evenly or do you have like a, a clear starters versus like walk-ons and third string and you I just mean, get like a, a they, 45 to nothing game? If they do it how they did the first scrimmage, it's going to be, you know, ones and twos yeah. on offense and, and vice versa on defense. Um, 
Do they make it a little bit more evenly matched so it you know could come down to a fourth quarter type game? Uh, we are going to get a running clock except for the final minutes of each uh, four minutes of each half. So uh, if it is competitive at the end, I just think the guys going through this week, not just game day and splitting up, but going through a whole week of practice, like being in opposite lockers, like just creating that mm -hmm. kind of competitive nature rivalry, already. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, Let's have it. I've we've been we've been missing that. Even when there were spring games going on, uh, in some of the previous regimes, like half of the game was them doing like position drills. Yeah. Sometimes on the field. <laughs> Bro, we had we've had some we've had some rough spring games. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out Saturday, as well as the uh, baseball series with Arkansas, huge baseball series with Alabama as well for softball. So no shortage of things happening in Gainesville, Nick. Busy spring. It is. So appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back next week on the day of the spring game live from Spurs Gridiron Grill to get you ready for the orange and blue debut for Nick Del Torre. I'm Zach Albaverde.